from Wall Street to the White House. This is The Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is The Larry Kudlow Show. Please join us during the week on Fox Business Network TV. The name of the show is Kudlow. It's 4 to 5 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday. And if you can't be there at 4, just text message your favorite nine-year-old. He'll show you how to set up the DVR. And here, you can live stream us on the Internet, LarryCudlowShow.com, LarryCudlowShow.com. And we go all across the country and uh, throughout the uh, rest of the world and the solar system. And apparently, we're starting to catch on in the Milky Way, the entire Milky Way. And if somebody would tell me what the Milky Way is, I'd love to know about it. Anyway, we had a... Weird jobs report talking about the economy. The economy itself is kind of weird, but uh, pluses and minuses in the jobs report. We're going to bring in John Carney, my pal, Breitbart News Editor for Economics and Finance and co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest. By the way, folks, uh, Breitbart is a great website and, of course, a tremendous political website. But uh, John Carney has um, helped to make this into a very important uh, business and financial and economic website as well, covering the Fed and all things. Uh, so, John, looking at this thing, it's a it's a weird report. You know, we probably didn't have enough time on the TV yesterday to do it all justice because we're covering the McCarthy thing. But um, so, private payrolls are up two hundred twenty thousand, but past couple months were uh, revised lower, so we'll call it two hundred thousand. So that's not a bad number, but there is a slowdown. There's a trend slowdown in jobs. That's point number one. The unemployment rate did fall uh, household employment from which the unemployment rate is derived uh, went way up 717,000, of which almost all of it was part-timers. We did get to talk about that a little bit. I know you don't like the household survey, John, but I got to tell you, at turning points, it can be very important. It's not quite as small as you as you think it is. Um, so the other thing that I want to raise, and then I'm going to give you open field running here. The wage component was very soft. Uh, all workers, only 0.3% uh, for um, the month of December. And for production workers, uh, 0.2%. And the other thing is uh, hours worked fell uh, one-tenth of a percent overall, six-tenths in manufacturing, which dovetails with the lousy ISM manufacturing report. So there's a lot of weakness in this report as well. Um, you take it from there. Give us your impressions. But, I mean, I, I think I, you, you take this and you look at the – Purchasing managers, the ISM was down for services and down for manufacturing. Uh, we may be, we may get a decent GDP in Q4, but this just doesn't look like it bodes well for the new year. It was uh, much slower, but to put in context, uh, we're, the, the three-month moving average uh, is still close to 240,000. Mm. I think it's actually higher than that. I think it's 247. So, you know, we're talking about a three-month average close to 250, which is really high. The, you know, the, the sort of run rate, um, replacement rate would be somewhere between 70 and 100,000 jobs a month. Mm. 
So 70,000 to 100,000. So we are more than twice what we would need just to hold things, you know, more or less as they are. So the labor market is tightening still. We, the downward shift in hours worked. Remember, these are averages. And during the holiday season, that av- these averages can get a little wonky because a lot of retail outlets hire on a lot of people for part-time work, as you were saying. You know, they, you, you need to you know, get customers in and out the door in December. Uh, that also may have weighed on the uh, average wages as well because a lot, you know, the, the cash register jobs don't tend to pay that much. The restocking the shelves don't pay that much. So we may be seeing a composition effect here mm. that pulled down both the hours worked and the uh, average wages. What I will say, though, is that this decline uh, to the, you know, the, it average, it, it rounds up to 3.5, but it was really 3.496, which is the lowest. That, that blows out the 2019 low uh, where, you know, pre-pandemic, you, get, you, you guys, mm. frankly, got us almost, you know, got us to 3.5. But this is actually a little bit lower than where we were in pre-pandemic 2019. We're all the way back to 50-year lows. Um, that the Fed is going to look at, regardless of, you know, all of the noise about um, wages and, hour, and hours, they're going to look at that number and say, look. We had a uptick in vacancies from the JOLTS number earlier that, that week, and now we have a downtick in unemployment, and the absolute level of unemployment is down super low. Uh, so not just the rate, but the, the, you know, the total number of people who are looking for work but can't find it is very, very low. That's going to make the Fed look at these numbers, I think, and say, okay, the labor market is actually still tightening. We still have to keep hiking. Maybe it gives them breathing room to not have to do another 50 mm. at the end of the month. But I think they're, they're in their mind, whether they do 50 now and then 25 afterwards and then maybe another 25, I think they think there's at least another 100 basis points out there. So the, the difference is not going to be where we ultimately end up, but just how fast we get there. So, it's, you know, maybe they'll do 25 at the end of January, 25 in March, but then you're looking at at least two more 25s. Yeah, those are big numbers. It's a counter. I don't think Wall Street is looking for that. But I just want to come. No, definitely not. Wall Street actually looked at yesterday's numbers, and they focused on what I was just telling everybody not to focus on. They looked at the wage number, and they said, hallelujah. Like, mm-hmm. it was, you know. It was the, you know, yesterday was the epiphany and Wall Street literally, you know, it was like the light of Jesus was shining in their hearts when they looked at this wage number. And they said, you know, they had the epiphany. They said, yes, we, you know, now the Fed can back off. Well, I'm going to tell you, the Fed's not backing off based on this number. They, they, they do not believe from what I've, everything I've heard from Powell, he does not believe in immaculate disinflation. <laughs> he believes that you have to get some softness in the labor market, uh, which means the unemployment rate has to go up. And so when they see it come down like this, they are not going to be happy. Well, Powell, of course, has gone through his immaculate conception. I mean, (laughs) mean, the guy's gone from ultra dove now to ultra Volcker. But, I I mean, I don't want them, to, to be honest with you, I don't want them to target wages or unemployment. I mean, I don't believe in the Phillips curve. I do want them to target prices. 
This is not I think ha- it's super dangerous that right. we have a Fed that has that is active. I mean, one of the more interesting things that was in the last group of minutes is the Fed. They actually discussed the fact that African Americans and Hispanics will lose jobs more at a more rapid pace than the average than the national average because that's the way the economy works. The worse, the higher unemployment gets. Traditionally, uh, again, this changed during the Trump administration, but traditionally the black unemployment rate in the United States was twice that of the white unemployment rate. Mm -hmm. When we got unemployment really low down, it actually started to contract a little and the racial gap in unemployment started to shrink. Mm -hmm. If they start to, the Fed, it's in the minutes, the Fed actually says, yeah, it's going to actually expand again if they do this. I don't think having a Fed and teaching people that monetary policy is about throwing people out of work is really pretty dangerous stuff. And I don't want the Fed to target unemployment either. But look, that's what they're going to do. That is what they're doing. Yeah, no, I agree. All the geniuses over there, they got a thousand PhDs and they're almost always wrong. I do want them to focus on prices. And I do believe in some sense the relationship between money printing and prices that was uh, expounded on by Milton Friedman, I don't know, 60, 70 years ago, is uh, not precise but important. I mean, the last three months of the PCE deflator, 3.3% at an annual rate. Now, that's not 2%. I grant you that. But I'd like, you know, if they're going to focus on, I mean, the money supply is falling, Commodities are falling, no question. The curve is inverted deeply. But if you're going to focus on prices and a level of the PCE, personal consumption deflator, they've made pretty good progress, John. And if you look at the money supply, it's been coming down since March. We have been having a contractive, if you look at M3, it's come down Mm -hmm. quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So that should have a deflationary effect. It will take a little time. Uh, that should have a deflationary effect. One worrying thing in the jobs report that we got on Friday is some of the things that we thought were deflating seem to be reigniting. So if you look at, for instance, employment in durable goods, mm. that jumped up a lot. Um, if you look at there was we, we in November, we saw a contraction in things like warehousing and shipping. Mm. That actually started to grow again. That makes me worry that we may start to see some inflation creep back in on the good side, which everybody had sort of thought, you know, no, that's over. We're done with that. The job numbers, at least to me, indicate maybe we're not quite done with goods inflation yet. The Fed may not be satisfied if there's a single person working. (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke, just a joke to our listeners, but it's kind of, you know, not entirely untrue. Uh, Well, all right. So it's a mixed bag, but yeah, I'm sure you're right. They're going to take it up at least a quarter. When's the next meeting is what, late January, early February? It's the, yeah, it's, J, it's January 31st, February 1st. And then, so uh, it straddles the months. Um, and then not another one to March. So we're in this sort of very interesting period right now where we're going to get a bunch of Fed speakers um, mm-hmm. next week. Uh, on Monday, we'll have Raphael Bostic, he's been actually really important uh, when uh, in sort of setting out, giving us hints about what the Fed's going to do. Right. He was the very first guy 
to drop the word transitory when it came to inflation. Uh, the first Fed governor, he, he actually said his joke was that they, uh, they had put a, a jar on the desk at the Atlanta Fed. And anytime anybody said the word transitory, they had to put a dollar in the jar uh, <laughs> because he had banned it. Um, and that was the, that was the beginning of the sign that the Fed was really actually had gotten over this right. notion that uh, they weren't going, you know, that inflation was just going to go away. Well, while they're shrinking the money supply, we should be cutting taxes and opening up the oil and gas spigots. We'll see what happens with the Republican Congress. Anyway, John Carney, appreciate the update very much. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. Other side of the break, uh, distinguished nuclear physicist and climate scientist Steve Coonan is going to tell us why New York is not really going to be underwater. How about that? I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.